Welcome to the Carry On Couple podcast with Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you all about how we travel the world on a tight budget and still make it awesome. We can't say that our way will work for everybody, but we want to share our experiences with you so that you might be able to have your own travel adventures. And if you're listening, we want you to know that you and I, we're in a club now, the Carry On Club. Episode 14! The 14th. Woo! Wow. Yeah, we're at 14. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, um, this episode is Don't Pack Like Princess Vespa. What? Vague Spaceballs reference. What's this? I said take only what you need to survive. It's my industrial strength hair dryer. And I can't live without it! Hopefully I just put that in there. Um, <laughs> I'm Katrina. Yes, and I'm Ryan. Hello again. Hi. Okay, so you mentioned it with the title. Yeah. Don't pack like Princess Vespa. Yeah. Vague Spaceballs reference. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit more about that. Basically, what it means is you don't need to bring your industrial size hair dryer. I'll take it a step further. Uh-huh. I'm going to say you probably don't need to bring a hair dryer at all. No hair dryer? No. Why? Because either your hotel will already have one. Yeah, usually. Or... You'll bring it, and then there will be like an explosiony type thing that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, explosiony type thing. Explosiony. Yeah, because the voltage is not uh, okay, matched yeah. up. So I don't it, know the terminology, but I'm saying explosiony is, up. is uh, yeah. very basically uh, terminology. It, that's here. actually a big thing with hair dryers and, and um, curling irons. Curling iron straighteners. Which I didn't know. Yeah, if it's not the right voltage, it can actually ruin your whatever device that is. Right. So. So yeah. just don't bring them. Yeah. So um, plus they're heavy. Off of that, that was like a, an international tip right off the bat. Look at that. <laughs> Let's get into this. Basically, what we're talking about today is packing light. But we really want to uh, more. What we're going to talk about is what people usually do. Right. And that's overpacking. Overpacking. So, Not saying I'm a culprit, but let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, for this first uh, bit, we're basically going to talk about overpacking and how to avoid it. That's right. If you hear that, we have a guest in, in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to call him Grandfather Clock. That's right. Good name. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> going on. If you didn't hear that, ignore that awkward segment. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. So how are some things that we can... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. If I'm keeping this in, this is great. If not, this is an editing nightmare. <laughs> okay, well, back to the episode. <laughs> yes. How can we avoid overpacking? Just first step. What's okay. one thing you could do? Well, a good first step might be to make a checklist. Mm-hmm. And I say this because, do you know what happens when you go to the grocery store without a list? What I do? Yeah. One of two things. One, I buy too much. Right. Two, I forget something. Accurate. Which are both happening simultaneously, actually. (laughs) Yes. So the same thing holds true for packing. Yeah. If you don't kind of already have an idea of what you should be packing, you're probably going to pack too much. Yeah. And you're probably going to forget something. Yeah. Also, packing or making that checklist is going to make you feel a little more prepared when you actually start packing. 
what I was going to say there is when you make a list, it is actually it's kind of like packing. But instead of looking at everything in your suitcase Mm -hmm. and seeing how full it's getting. Right. You're just like you're making it a list. It's a small piece of paper that you can actually see what's happening. Right. And for me, it seems less daunting to make a list than to actually pack. Yeah, because you can actually make it into like categories, too. Yeah. So like kind of like how you have your drawers organized by, oh, hopefully organized by like, you know, like underwear, socks, <laughs> <We> shirts, <laughs> shorts, pants, you know, like you have different things. And so you, you organize the categories that way. Another thing that we do is we have a generic packing list that just kind of covers the basics of what we need to bring on any trip. Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of start with that. Yeah. And then we'll add on to it for any specific or like specialty quote-unquote items or we'll also take away from it too true (laughs) if there's something that we don't (coughs) so yeah if there's anything that we need to take off or add we move on from there yeah move on move on so why don't we just move on again (laughs) uh we sound like cows no relation to anything we're talking about nothing no (laughs) we're just we're just a little um loopy anyways another tip another tip uh don't pack to capacity yeah what do we mean by that so if your bag is completely full if it's stuffed if you can't fit another thing inside of it that's a horrible place to start your trip yeah and a big reason is as your trip is going on you're getting dirty laundry most likely you're not refolding your dirty laundry and putting them back in with the clean clothes. No. It'll be in like a bag or maybe like a separate pouch and, and it's or just, just shoved in your bag. Who yeah, knows? and it's going to take up more room because it's not folded neatly. If you fold your, your dirty laundry, that's actually probably a good way while you're traveling to take up less to space. To take up less space, but it might be but getting still confusing. Like, and, and you don't, I, at least me personally, I don't keep it in the same actual spot as mm-hmm. my clean clothes. I have a separate spot for my dirty clothes. Yeah. Or another reason why that's a bad thing is because it doesn't leave you any room for souvenirs. Souvenirs. That's like the best so, part of traveling. Yeah, like, if you want to buy anything and your bag is already full, it's going to cause you to second guess yourself and be like, ooh, can I do that? Should I do that? Where am I going to put it? Well, if we're talking about that, how full should you be packing then? Well, I think you should aim... To have your bag half full or up to like two thirds full. Yeah, you know, because everybody has that measurement on their bag. Right. But you can kind of get an idea. And I know, believe me, I know that that is way easier to say than it is to do. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny because you actually are like a big culprit of this. I am. I'm horrible. You always try to fill the bag all the way up. You know what, though? In all fairness, me too. Yeah. It depends on the trip. It depends on how long the trip is. If it's a long trip, I usually end up packing way too much. And I'm like a cat. If I fits, I sits. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) Whatever bag I pull out, I'm like, I have this much space. Let's fill it. Yeah. Like if I go to get Froyo and they give me a giant bowl, I might be happy with like half the amount of Froyo that I put in the bowl, but I'm <laughs> going to keep filling the bowl up till it's full. Right. It's well, a problem. Here's Don't do it. Here's your biggest issue, I think. And actually, again, with me too, is you always think, uh, I'm going to put this in here just in case. Just in case. What if I just need it because blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, there's really something about going somewhere like outside of your comfort zone and that really makes us want to prepare for every possible scenario. Like everything. I know. 
Like, what if it rains? What if there's lava? What if who knows? What if the the winds are blowing? Did you super bring fast? your lava proof shoes? No. Well, I, I can. Should I pack you them? Should. I'm gonna pack them. They take up half your suitcase. What if it's sunny and then it rains later in the day, but then it starts snowing and there's just there's so many what ifs. You don't need <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to pack for all of them. Right. And a great way to look at this is if it's something that you don't usually use at home. You're probably not going to die if you don't bring it on your trip. So, for instance, if you have, like, this really awesome 30-in-1 multi-tool, and you're like, (laughs) this could come in so handy for so many things. When was the last time you used it at home? Yeah. Do you really need to bring it? How big is it? How much space is it taking up? What could you buy that'd be really cool when you're on your trip and use that same space? That could be used. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 that's a good point. If you don't use it at home, you're probably not going to yeah. use it at, at on your trip. Like, that, that is really good. I like that. And you shouldn't drive yourself crazy with the what ifs. Because, yeah. like I said, one, you're going to go crazy. And two, you're going to overpack, which I mean, is you, what we're trying to avoid. You heard us going through all those what if scenarios. Some unrealistic, yeah. some more realistic. Yeah. But if, if you think of those more realistic what ifs, you're going to start packing... For everything and you're gonna your luggage is just gonna be way you're gonna have way too much mm-hmm. and you're gonna be spending more money on carry on or on uh, on checked bags than you would yeah. on the actual flight and do you really want to lug it all around when you're not going to use it right so going along with like the, if you don't use it at home you probably won't use it on your trip you should research there are yeah there are some some exceptions yeah to that. so you know like depending on on whether we're going to talk about that later but depending yeah. on certain things is going to change what you're actually packing. Right. But in that in that situation, whatever you're researching, what is, you know, researching a destination, only bring what you would need in that destination, not what you need in that destination and at home. Yeah. Knowing like the climate or the weather or kind of some info about your destination is going to help you decide what you can and cannot live without yeah. on this trip. Yeah. And just be Kind of be a little tough on yourself. Like, be your own personal Simon Cowell. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Right? I'm always going to think of that now. I never heard you say that. That's really funny. I just thought of it right now. Excellent. But I think it's a good example, and people will understand what I mean. Hopefully. Yeah. And if not, I just sound like a crazy person. Now I'm but. just now I'm just hearing him like, why on earth are you packing that? <laughs> oh my god, it's even better when you say it out loud. <laughs> you should just you should just take that and just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you have that little Simon Cowell voice in your head telling you, Do you need it? Really? <laughs> You're much better at that. Oh, that's really good. That's good. It'll help. So another thing I'm really good at is packing oh, early. Yeah, you're great at it. I suck. I pack early. I do an initial packing and then I do what when I was in Scouts, we called it doing a shakedown where we pack once mm-hmm. and then we take everything out of our bag. That again. sounds ridiculous. Who does that? I do. <laughs> and I always have what I need and I get rid of stuff I don't. I know. It's actually I'll a really pack good idea. To make sure my initial like, OK, this is what I think I need. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a day later, it could be even a couple days later, I a couple go, days? I go through it. Yes. <laughs> I go through it again. I take everything out, kind of look at it. Okay, do I actually need this on the trip? Mm-hmm. And then repack. Usually it ends up being a smaller amount than it was was the first time. And, you know, when I unpack, I, I sprawl things out, put it all on the bed, yeah. and actually see, like, okay, how much stuff am I actually bringing? <laughs> okay, see, there I agree with you because, I mean, I typically don't do it 
a day or more ahead of time. I usually <laughs> do it maybe some hours ahead of time. <laughs> and <laughs> I put everything out on the bed because when you see it all, like I'm gonna I'm gonna have a Marie Kondo moment right now. <laughs> Uh, when you see it all piled up like that, you're going to realize how much stuff you're actually packing and you're going to surprise yourself and you're yeah. going to think like, is this necessary? And if you don't think that, remember Simon Cowell and think that. <laughs> or Marie Kondo, if it's the, the nicer way. That to works it. too. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned earlier about how much to pack. That's right. Now we're going to take this in more of a literal liter, literal sense. Literally. Words are hard. Only pack half. Okay, yeah, this is a, a tip that is honestly all out there, all over the internet. I think it sounds super crazy, but... How many... Let me ask you this question. Yeah. How many times do we go home or get home mm-hmm. and we unpack and more of your clothes are clean than dirty? Yes. So on recent trips, that has not been the case very much. We've been getting better. We've been getting better. But yes, I will say a lot of the times (laughs) in in trips in the past, and I think for many people, you get home and you're like, oh man, I didn't even use half of this stuff. Well, this this tip is for you. That means you overpacked. It means you overpacked and you don't need half the stuff you packed. So the solution is to, like I said, lay everything out. Everything you think you want to pack or you think you need, then go through it, evaluate things, and remove half of that stuff. Now, this is something that I know for a fact was terrifying to you. Oh, my God. Because if you've ever been in a room with my lovely, lovely wife while she's packing... It's like the most stressful thing in the world. I swear one of these days we're going to videotape me packing because it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys look look back on our Instagram or if you saw it before where I did the video of last minute packing where, you know, like just stuff was getting thrown into a mm-hmm. bag. That's kind of how I pack. It's like boom, 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 boom. I'm done. I, I know it is. <laughs> and I do not do that. I do not. Uh, I need so to figure it out. what would you call your way of packing? I like to call it panic packing. Okay. So we we do we want to avoid panic packing? You should try to avoid panic packing. Panic packing is when you pack at the last minute, you're super stressed out, you're letting the what ifs in, uh-huh. but trying really hard not to, and you're kind of freaking out until you can't freak out anymore and you go to sleep because you need to wake up and get on the plane soon. <laughs> yeah. Is that a good description? <laughs> That's a pretty good description. <laughs> That's me every time, guys. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the first of her name, Duchess of Planning, Master of Budgeting, Podcaster of Traveling, Her Royal Highness, the Queen of Panic Packing, Katrina. <laughs> that was such a kind introduction. Yes, that's how, that's how I always feel whenever I'm home and, I, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm already packed. And then it's like, okay, we have like hours before we leave and she's still at work <laughs> and I look in there and there's her suitcase empty, empty. <laughs> and I'm thinking she's gonna get home when we literally have like two hours I mean I always get it done yes and you always overpack true not as much as you used to but still a but little. you still overpack all right all right so again that tip sorry for all the just just total <laughs> sidetrackness there that tip was only pack half of what you originally think you need to pack right 
along with panic packing, there's something that people do. And I think I actually might be I more, was going to say, I think you I definitely suffer this from one, this one. Is adding last minute items. Yeah, don't do it, guys. <clears throat> do not add last minute items. You probably don't need it. Like, if it's something you forgot that you originally planned on packing, that's okay. Yeah. But if it's just something at the last second, you're like, ooh, I think we really need this. Yeah. Do you? The the key there is if you say, I think we need, mm-hmm. you probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't. Unless there's something, like if you're doing your research on, on activities you're doing, mm-hmm. and it says, pack this. Right. But it's, if it's something you usually won't pack, but it says, pack this, <laughs> then pack it. <laughs> but if it's something like, oh, what if we need this? Right. That's a what if. It's a what if, and you're just giving in to that what if craze, mm-hmm. and... You don't need to do that. And to the yourself. equivalent to the equivalent to the what if is I think we need. Right. And it results in overpacking. So yeah. don't. The stuff you need to pack is we absolutely need this. Yes. Um, another tip seems super obvious. Mm-hmm. Choose a smaller bag. Yeah. Like it's very tempting to be like, ooh, I want this gigantic suitcase. Yeah. Because look at all the stuff I could put in there. Right. But then you have to carry and transport and deal with that gigantic suitcase. Right, right. And a, uh, yeah, a big thing is, is that the more you pack in it, the heavier it gets. The heavier it gets. Yeah. And then, like you said, the make, it might cost you more money. Yeah. You're probably going to fill it up. So even though you have that bigger bag, you probably don't have room for souvenirs. Yeah. If you have the smaller bag, the fish only grows as big as its pond. True. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right. You can take... Travel size items. That's an excellent way to not overpack. But I think it's important to say that when you, when we say travel sized items, I don't mean go out and buy cute little travel sized toiletries. I mean, get yourself a set of reusable bottles that you can fill that are the right size for TSA and then fill those with the stuff you already pot. And have it Yeah, home. which I think we accidentally got rid of ours. I think we did. We need yeah, to buy more. Yeah, we do need to buy more. But, but we also we also have a little uh, technique. We have a healthy supply of travel size things. Yeah, because when you go to the hotel and use their, their you know, smaller... Their, their, conditioner, their, their travel wash, size. All those things. Their travel size. So we may use it for one shower and then take the rest home because they're just going to throw it away. Well, they just give you more every day. So I just take it and put it in the bag. I was going to be nicer and say that we use it a little bit and then oh, take it. we use it a little bit and then you take go. it. That's better. That's better. That's what, exactly what we do. We're using the forced hands right now. You didn't hear that <laughs> other part. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we have a healthy supply of travel stuff anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you're not like us and travel a lot and get those things, then getting those little travel refillable things, which we used. We used them all the time. We used to use them all the time. Yeah. And it, like I said, it, it's cost effective <clears throat> that way, whereas the other stuff is very expensive for what you're getting. So yeah. try to think about that. So uh, there's a thing that people do also is when you're packing, you're you waste space with where you put things. That's right. Yeah. And we get away with uh, we get away with this with using packing cubes. Yeah. <clears throat> so we like to use packing cubes. If you're wondering what the heck a packing cube is, 
It's basically these smaller bags. It's like like nylon and um, mesh. Yeah, ours of. ours have mesh. They come in different versions, but if yeah. you look at packing cubes, you'll find a bunch of versions. Yeah. Basically, it's a way to organize your suitcase. Yeah, and it's almost like making your suitcase like a mini dresser. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have like one of our packing cubes will have shirts. Yeah. The other one will have underwear and socks. The other mm-hmm. one will have pants maybe yeah i like to think of it kind of in those same terms but i usually do like underwears and one and then or any undergarments yeah and then i'll have one for tops and one for bottoms but that way if i need something i don't have to search through everything to find it it's pretty easy i know which bag to pull out and sometimes that can using those can sometimes feel like you're you are wasting space but you need to also like use that extra space around those packing cubes oh, in yeah. your suitcase oh, for so the extra stuff like your scarves or shoes or like you can also use those to anything. protect your souvenirs if they need more yeah. protection. <clears throat> and another great tip too is like if you're packing your shoes, there's a lot of dead space in shoes. Yes. Pack yes. your socks inside of your shoes. They're yep. going to end up there anyway. Yep. If you're using the cubes, or even if you're not using the cubes, <clears throat> I always recommend using a, a, a technique called the ranger roll. What is that? Is that when you like do a barrel roll? Close. Not really. Got it. Uh, what it is is you uh, you fold your clothes in like, like I usually do like threes because uh-huh. my clothes are a little wider. Right. You fold it in threes and then you roll it up. Okay. And there's two ways you could do this. The actual ranger roll is you can actually fold up an entire outfit. So you put your shirt down, right. your pants down, you fold those into like a little try thing and then you roll everything up in one. I don't plan that far ahead. No. So that would no. never No, so we work do each of me. our individual <laughs> things. But if you have, say you have five shirts in a cube, mm-hmm. if you have them folded regular and you want a certain shirt, you most likely will have to pull a couple of those shirts out completely. Right. If you range a roll, everything is lined up so you can just see what you're going to be grabbing right out of there. You know what this sounds like? What? Marie Kondo. <laughs> Does it really? That's her thing. You roll it or a packet in your drawers so that you can see everything. Oh, so it's like more like a Marie Kondo roll. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. If we're that. keeping current with yeah. pop culture. Sure, why not? Pop culture things, yay. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, guys. Marie Kondo, your bag. Yeah. These cubes come in all a bunch of different sizes. They usually have like small, medium, large, and yeah. they might even be extra large. I think we have an extra large, um, at least one extra large one. But yeah, I like to, like in a sudden night, typically put things in, depending on like how much stuff I have goes to what size bag. That was pointless, but continue yeah. on. Okay, well, we're going to continue on from there. I think we've talked uh, talked our hearts out with packing cubes. Anything else you wanted to mention with those? Uh, no, that's good. Oh, okay. Well, how about take less toys? Less toys? <laughs> Buzz and Woody just cried. They're <laughs> screaming in terror. Why would you take less toys? I, well, I, I mean, technically, yes, you're right. We're, we're talking more of like like gadgets and stuff. Right. Like, yeah. Electronic devices and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. You see, yeah. So you're you're I mean, you're going on an adventure. Right. You don't need. Uh, OK, we have taken like we, we take our iPad almost every time. Yeah, but usually. we've loaded it with movies, expecting to watch these movies. And we we never watched. I think the we've movies. watched 
since our Europe trip, which was our first big trip we did together, yeah. I think we've watched a total of 10 minutes of movies that we've put on our... I know. So we don't even really bother anymore. Because no. <laughs> no. it's not worth it. You don't need as many distractions when you're gone because you have so much stuff that you want to go... Yeah. I mean, I assume. You have so much stuff you want to go out and do and explore and see yeah. and adventure. And you don't need to be distracted by... Ad- and in fact, it's probably best if you're not distracted by your all your electronics yeah. and getting bogged down in like some of that stuff when you could be out there learning about a new culture or eating food or, you know, getting lost. Yeah. If you're like us, you're really spending your downtime planning either the rest of your day or your next day or your next week. Like you're yeah. you're planning during your trip. Or you're just relaxing. Or just relaxing. Why not just relax? I mean, yeah, if Taking a movie's a way in. that you can relax, that's great, but just look around, enjoy the surroundings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um, some people like they the, you you have to work. Right. I was going to mention this. If yeah. you if you have to work, you might not need to bring your full laptop. Maybe you can That's work true. on a tablet or a phone instead if you because yeah. you're already bringing it. There may be cases where you can bring your laptop. That's fine. A lot of laptops nowadays are small enough to fit in a bag without adding too much. Yeah, it just takes a little extra kind of planning yeah. to make sure it's going to be safe while you're moving about. <clears throat> yeah. This is going to be something that throws a curveball for some people. What is it? Buy stuff locally. What? Basically, this is like the old mantra, pack less, but bring more money. Wait, 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 wait. Say that part again. Oh, this will bring the old mantra, pack less and bring more money. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So this is the perfect mantra to describe the best packing advice I think I've ever received. Yeah. And that is, if you don't pack it and you end up needing it, just buy it. Right? Yeah. That that It, it really, that settles down the what ifs. Yeah. It really made and me feel so much more like, yeah, I could just buy it. Yeah. And was, if that, you, was that me that said that? I have no idea. I A think wise that was old that, man told me. I, I am think. not that old. <laughs> I am not that old. <laughs> But um, honestly, it does make you feel a lot better. At least it made me feel a lot better. And it also forces you to think, like, did I actually need that? Right. Because if you need it, you're probably willing to go buy yeah. it. You could. All, I mean, two things. You might be able to get a better deal depending on where you are. Right. And I mean, that could count as a souvenir. Yeah. Right? You know, whatever it is. It could. And I got these socks from Germany. Right? And they're probably <laughs> wonderful and fluffy and wooly and they're probably great. Good I job. Didn't, Excellent purchase person. I didn't get... Yeah, this was a hypothetical person. I didn't get socks I know. Socks I was in congratulating, Germany. though. Yeah. Socks are a great thing yeah. to buy. Well, if you bought socks in Germany, congratulations. <laughs> okay. You should also, by buying things locally, you can also hit up any local markets, any flea markets or farmer's markets. And find some really great things there. So don't be afraid to do that. It's actually super fun and a great way to see what things are selling and what things are being made in that area. That's actually a stop we take a lot. Is I if love we those see stops. if we see that there's a farmer's market, especially if it's like a like a free market, you don't have to pay to, to get in, which I know sometimes right. there is. We will go. We'll yeah. go walk around. If anything, you can see some cool souvenir opportunities. Yeah. Uh, you get to f- see some really cool stuff. And 
usually end up eating some good food. Yeah, and typically you can haggle with the, the shopkeepers. Yeah, a lot pretty, of places, which is super fun. Which is you can pretty get fun. good deals. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. I used to be terrible, but I'm Accurate. getting a little better. Also, the only time... Time. Why did I say time? The only Because you're thinking time. of time like the time you put on your food. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, thank thime. you. Time. Time. Uh, it's late, guys. And what I was going to say was that the only time that you should be worried about not bringing something is if you don't think you're going to be able to find it where you're going. So if it's kind of a weird yeah. specialty thing you need or... If it's something that you won't have access to, like medication, like oh, obviously make, sense, yeah. make sure you pack your medication. If you yeah. have any medication you need to bring, because that's going to be really difficult to get a hold of. But other than that, like we said before, pack less and bring more money. Yes. All right. So that leads us to something that I've said and I'm going to say again. Yeah. I probably won't stop saying that you love packing. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome, Carl. I hate packing. It's one of my least favorite things right up there with unpacking, <laughs> which is why I always do it the last minute because I avoid it and I'm just like trying. Do I need to introduce the queen of packing? No. no, okay, okay. It takes too long. Okay. We're trying okay. to make this a shorter episode. Oh, right, right, right. So I am always trying to get better about packing earlier. And you're so great. Ryan is so great at reminding me kindly. Every day. And gently. Up to the trip. <laughs> to pack sooner so that I'm not stressed out and panic packing. Yeah. But. I try. You know, it's hard. Yeah. So I have some tips that are for packing, but more specifically, they're tips for packing less. Okay. What do we got? Okay. So you should pack things that can mix and match easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things that can be reworn multiple times without being super obvious. So you're saying nothing like bright or, I mean, not really I mean, like patterns. Bright, or... but like bold patterns. Got it. That might be right. hard to match. So I don't want to be, things. I don't want to be wearing like a Rocco's Modern Life shirt. Graphic tees, that's going to be super obvious that you're wearing the same shirt. Whereas if you're wearing, you know, a black t-shirt or a, I don't know. Just a color. color, Any color. Any color or something that just has stripes or polka dots is going to be a lot easier, a more simple pattern or something like that to just reuse it and not be super noticeable. Yeah. You should make sure that things can be layered because you're probably going to want to do that and it. Makes it so that you have more options and more outfits, even though you only have so many things packed. Yeah. Because um, you can layer things in different ways. Yeah. And then yeah. it makes it look totally different. Yeah. Um, also, things that can dry quickly okay. are helpful a lot of the times. Like, it doesn't have to be everything, but having some things that are quick dry can be super helpful, especially if it's going to be somewhere that things are getting wet or you're going to need to do laundry. Yeah. Now, you love accessories. I love accessories. Yeah. Because if you are wearing simple, simple clothes, then you can spice it up really easily with accessories. And when I say accessories, I'm talking about scarves, hats, jewelry, belts, purses, sunglasses, things that are light that you can use multiple times with different outfits and they're going to change up the look. They're going to be easy to pack. And again, make you feel like you have more outfits than you actually packed. Yeah. 
if you have three shirts that can layer together mm-hmm. and you have even just like two scarves, you're already looking at like what? I don't know. I mean, at least like 15 different outfits right there. Probably. Uh, I haven't <laughs> done the math, but there's this thing that you should try. This is another tip. Try a capsule wardrobe. Now, what the heck does that mean? Right. I know. I don't have so, a capsule. No, you don't have to have a capsule. Oh, okay. So a Why capsule wardrobe just means that you have a collection of a few essential items of clothing that won't go out of fashion. Things like skirts, pants, coats that can all be or can all be worn together in different ways and they can be augmented by seasonal pieces or accessories to create more looks. So, like I said, everything should be mix and match appropriate. Uh-huh. And I love this idea. And when I first started trying to figure out how to pack less stuff, I came across a few different websites. And surprise, surprise, I did some research. Yeah. And you, you discovered all this kind of like just recently, right? Like no. last... No? No, I've I've been looking at these for years. Oh, okay. I've just been getting better. Got at it. Okay. Mimicking. Okay. And utilizing yeah. the knowledge. Yeah. But I looked at a couple of websites that have some really, really good examples. And this is especially for the me ladies listening, because I think it's a little harder for us to pack because we just have so many options and it just gets really complicated. Mm-hmm. But there are some of these websites also have packing um, guides and capsule wardrobes for men too. Okay. But travelfashiongirl.com is a wonderful resource and they have tons and tons of packing lists and capsule wardrobes with pictures of all the different things that, and then sometimes they even show you like, here's what you packed. And now here's all of the outfits that can be made from these items. And you don't have to buy the same exact things, but it gives you a great place to start and to build out of your own clothes that you have at home. I love it. I use it all the time. Also, theblondeabroad.com is another really good one. And thesavvybackpacker.com. Okay. They all have so many packing lists for different destinations and different Um, times of the year and it's super super helpful so that's usually my first step Mm -hmm. is researching packing lists for my destination during the same time that we're planning on going somewhere so i can get an idea of what's going to be weather appropriate what is maybe going to be culturally appropriate and stuff like that yeah we actually are very fortunate that we have friends and family that are really close to us that are actually geographically really close to us as well you can borrow things from them yes so like especially if it's a specialty item like like the, that you don't use that much at right. home but you know you're gonna need it saves you money and it, it, another thing is it makes you feel like you have more clothes yes and or like i new do clothes. this all yeah. the time you ever get that feeling and again ladies you probably know what i'm talking about where you look in your closet and you're like oh my god i have nothing to wear So, (laughs) or I know, funny, right? Or you look in your closet and you think, ugh, I've worn all of these. I have pictures in all of this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to wear any of it. So my solution to that, instead of going out and buying a whole new wardrobe, is calling my sister. Hey, Sarah, can I please steal half your closet? (laughs) Thanks, I'll bring it back. Yep. And... I do that to a smaller extent when I go on a trip sometimes. I'll call up a friend or a family member and say, hey, can I borrow a couple things? I'll get it back to you when I am when I get back. 
And it really helps me feel like I have some new stuff. I also do it with specialty things. For instance, we go a lot of cold places. Yep. And for cold places, you need, well, you don't need, but you kind of need wool socks. Yeah, well, you need. I need wool socks to keep my feet warm because my feet are always cold. How do you not have those yet? I don't own any, so I borrow them from my mom. Thanks, mom. I have wool socks. I know, and every time I steal, like, two or three pairs from my mom. And if you forget from your mom, you always end up borrowing my pair. True. So eventually, I will buy wool socks. Which is a good thing that I have more than one pair. (laughs) But yeah, so that's another great tip is like you don't always have to buy, go out and buy stuff. You can borrow things from other people. A nice winter jacket, you might be able to borrow one from someone if you don't want to buy them because they're kind of expensive. Yeah. Moving on from clothes, though. Okay. Let's talk about toiletries. You want to stick with the basics with toiletries. Your Uh, basic. Your basic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But no, it's true. Um, And what I mean here or what. I think we're talking about here is the fact that you can simplify your skincare and makeup routine. I'm already pretty simple in these categories, yeah, but I I simplify it even more when we go places and minimize the stuff that I'm bringing. A great thing if anybody out there subscribes to like Birchbox or something like that and you have a box or a drawer full of sample sized items. This is a perfect time for you to use some of those things. Yeah. Sample size perfume or lipstick. You don't have to worry about it. Use it while you're gone. Either you run out, you don't want to bring it home, you need more space, you throw it away, or it's only taking up a little bit of space instead of a lot. Yeah. Great time to do that. Can you like do like the the capsule wardrobe idea for your makeup? Yes, you can. So it's a little, little easier. And what I do to have like quote unquote capsule makeup is I basically just bring essential stuff. What I mean by that, I'll give you an example. What I usually bring is tinted moisturizer with SPF because that takes care of your foundation, your moisturizer and sunscreen all in one. Nice. I love it. I have a problem, so I have to bring my eyebrow pencil. Can't live without it. Problem. Yeah, it's called very thin and light (laughs) eyebrows. It's not a problem. You look great. Catherine knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) So I bring the tinted moisturizer with SPF. I bring eyebrow pencil. Sometimes I bring eyeliner. That's not always, but sometimes I bring that. I usually bring mascara. I might bring a small palette of eyeshadows. And by that, I mean like, you know, two, three colors. Very small. And I usually bring one lipstick. Mm -hmm. That's it, guys. And that's if you know you're going to use all that stuff. Like sometimes you you don't even bring that. Yeah, sometimes I bring even less. But that's like minimal for most people. And like I said, you're basic. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Use everything you bring. And you don't need a lot. You don't need tons and tons of options. You don't need to bring your huge makeup case. Like, you don't want to spend a bunch of time doing makeup anyway. Uh, options that they reminded me. We need to go back to clothes. Okay. Shoes. 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 Okay, shoes. Shoes. Oh my God. Shoes. No more. Then three pairs of shoes, ladies. It's easy. Oh, I was going to say that's easy. I'm 100% serious. I'm not kidding. You can survive no matter how long you're gone with no more than three pairs of shoes. Shoes. And I know that this is going to be really hard for you guys, maybe even for some of the men out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had times where I've had trouble packing less shoes. I know. Shoes. It can be hard because shoes are one of those things that are very 
I don't know, structured for what you're doing. Yeah, because I wanted to bring my vans. I wanted to bring my shoes. sandals. I wanted to bring my hiking boots. I wanted to bring my shoes. walking shoes. I wanted, you know, I wanted right. to bring have, different types of stuff. Basically, you have shoes oh for every different little activity. Yeah, when I'm at home, I use sh- different shoes almost every day. Yes, but you don't want to carry around shoes. a whole bag full of shoes. Right. So... What you're going to want to do, Cindy, if you're listening, if you're listening, Cindy, (laughs) listen carefully. Yes. You want to find shoes that are going to have multiple purposes. So you want shoes that are going to be good for walking, but they're also going to look cute Shoes, and they're going to be comfy. They're going to be something that maybe you can use during the daytime when you're sightseeing and walking for hours. And you maybe can also wear them while you're going out and they're going to be a little bit nicer looking. That's what I try to do for ladies. You can also do like sandals, especially in the warmer, warmer locations. Men can do that too. But I feel like for girls, rock them Birkenstocks. Sandals can be a kind of a way to dress up an outfit for for ladies. Rock them Birkenstocks without socks, please. Yeah, no socks, no sock sandals. Um, Another another great pair of shoes for ladies is if you're going somewhere that's not cold or not hot Mm -hmm. that is cold boots boots are perfect for cooler or wet locations they are usually if you have the right kind they're comfortable you can walk around in them all day and you can wear them out at night and they make you look cute yeah so that's what i mean by trying to find something that's versatile something that is gonna be serving multiple functions or multiple purposes cool okay awesome you know what? We're we we are going to wrap it up, but let's let's kind of talk about some things. We've okay. had some feedback from some of our listeners. Yeah. Uh like um my sister Erin uh-huh. and her boyfriend Carl, they let us know they listened to episode 10, which was Flight Club, and they were able to use that information that we gave them to find a great deal on their flight to New York City. I know it's going to be their graduation trip. Congratulations, oh. guys. We're so happy for you. Yeah. We can't wait to hear all about your trip. Yeah, we want to like semi-stalk you guys and go on that trip but but we're not going to mitch i know you didn't like uh you didn't really love getting called out last week at least the <laughs> way i did but it, it seemed like it motivated him to redeem himself by recording with us about tokyo disney that's right and if anybody else out there is interested in sharing their tokyo disney stories with us let us know we are gathering people to make this an epic series of episodes for you guys yeah and this is an episode we're talking like a little further in the future so yeah we have time we can figure it out yeah we have we're, we're our our deadline is what we're making so whenever yeah our deadline <laughs> is tbd yeah. tibid <laughs> so also my little sis carla pam let me know that she is in the mood for food <laughs> Yes, and what I mean by that is that she loves listening to us talk about our food ventures. Yes, I said food ventures. <laughs> and she can't wait to try some of the foods that we talked about in our last episode. And I'm just so happy that people are interested in our nom nom stories. Yeah, and you know, our our friend Stephanie, we've mentioned her a couple of times here. She actually does live updates. Oh my God, they're so From funny. her elliptical while she's listening. While she's working out and listening. And we've actually had some pretty good technical things where she's actually like just called me and said, hey, I think your episode's mixed up. <laughs> oh yeah, she has and, caught some stuff. Yeah. And it's just been kind of nice. She said that she feels like it's her way of being part of the conversation with us. 
and yeah. it's super fun. We love getting those messages. So thank you, Stephanie, for talking with us. Yeah. So if you want to live tweet our episodes, Please do. anybody go for it. That's we will fine. respond. Hashtag carry on couple podcast like, you know, <laughs> and tag us. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're we're all about these free podcasts and uh, I, we're really we're doing this just for fun. But if you want to support us, we won't say no to money. Just go to anchor.fm slash carry on couple podcast and click support this podcast link. That's right. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter at carry on couple PC on Facebook or Instagram. Carry on couple podcast. Yeah. And you can listen to us the usual places. Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere basically yep. um so just just go anywhere and and you can find us yes and honestly the best thing that you can do for us is just tell your friends to yeah. listen if they are interested in traveling yeah. or figuring out some tips or they just want to listen to some cool stories about traveling yeah, and just want a new podcast to listen yeah. to share our podcast with your friends yeah. or people you don't even know that's fine too yeah we've mentioned this before Again, if you have something about Tokyo Disney or anything travel that you want to uh, voice your opinion, but you can't get an interview with us, you can log on to the Anchor uh, FM app and you just find us, click message, record a message, and we will hear it. It'll get sent to us. We'll hear it. And we have the option to put it into any of our episodes. If you don't want to do it through the Anchor website, you can send us, just record it on your phone, Mm -hmm. send it to us via email. Yes. Carryoncouplepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Whichever way you want to talk to us, we'd love to hear from you guys. We hope that you're enjoying our podcast and travel adventures. Yeah. And until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, all you need is a buddy and a carry-on. Everything else is excess baggage.